Okay, well, I think it's working better now. Say hi if you can hear me. I hope you say hi that you can hear me. <laughs> hi if you can hear me. Thank you, Benita. <laughs> I don't know what's going on tonight. That's just odd. It was so odd. But we're going to try it this way. This is a little different setup, but uh, not the my favorite way, but it's, it'll work. It'll work. So um, where do we want to start? Let's start with the grounding exercise. We definitely need it after that. Or do I need to go back to the intro? Was, I, was my audio broken up from the beginning? It probably was. Yes. Okay. All right. So we'll, I'll just start from the beginning. Okay, so each week, the path of conscious love is a time to gather in a contemplative reflection, which is an opportunity to listen from your heart. And a contemplative gathering differs from other spiritual gatherings in really how we're present and how we listen. To listen from the heart is to listen with a sustained receptivity to a beauty not yet thought about. Hi, Joyce. Good to see you here. We've had technical difficulties, so I had to reset up and we're starting again. And it is listening from a meditative state of attentiveness. You see, contemplation is different from intellectual understanding. It's not about mastering what I'm saying. It's about being mastered by what mastered what I'm saying. Because we often rush too soon to conclusions, and we don't rest long enough in a sustained humility that allows ourselves to be interiorly accessed by that beauty not yet thought about. So the Path of Conscious Love, our Coalesce podcast, is really a time to let go and enter into a deeper silence. Instead of trying to figure things out, it's an opportunity to open to and embrace questions and grace. Just like Psalm 42 says, deep calls to deep. Let the holy waves pass over you. So even though we're having, or I'm having, <laughs> uh, some technical difficulties with Crowdcast this evening, let's see if we can settle in to this path of conscious love with a small or short centering and grounding exercise to bring us into that meditative state of sustained receptivity. It takes a couple of extra clicks to make this work, but it'll work.
For many of us, this moment feels chaotic and terribly stressful. Join us for a few moments to turn inward and connect to your innermost you. Gently close your eyes and feel the gentleness of breath inside your body as you repeat these words. My deepest me is love. My deepest, My deepest me, me is whole. Is whole. My, My deepest, deepest me is, is limitless. My deepest, My deepest me, me is, is infinite. infinite. My deepest, My deepest me is compassion. My, my deepest, deepest me is, is sacred. My, my deepest, deepest me is mystery. My, my deepest, deepest me is forgiveness. My, my deepest, deepest me is beauty. My, my deepest, deepest me is God. Is God. My, my deepest, deepest me has knowledge, knowledge to give. I open, I open my, my heart and listen. And listen. So as we continue, I'm going to stay down here in the small corner. Let's see if we can get the camera to come on. No, it's not going to because of the conflict that's going on. So give me another second. <laughs> Let's see if we can't resolve this one. <laughs> It's just going to be one of those evenings. Okay. So tonight's reflection begins with my gratitude for St. Paul. Thomas Merton, and Richard Rohr. This is episode 64, Love Shining by Itself. 
And please, at any time, if you can't hear or the video is doesn't seem to be working, just let me know in the chat section. I think we're good to go now. <laughs> so knowing things from the inside out and from the bottom up offers us a more authentic view of reality. As 1 Corinthians says, we must know spiritual things spiritually. And what we mean when we talk about mysticism is knowing and loving by participation in a larger knowing that we call God. And as 1 Corinthians 13 says, they knew as fully as they were known. And this kind of shared knowing or full consciousness, which means knowing together, is what many people mean by contemplation. True contemplatives surrender some of their ego boundaries and identity so that God can see through them, with them, and in them with a larger pair of eyes. It is quite simply a higher level of seeing. It is deep consciousness. Big truth is intended to deeply change the seer herself or himself, or it's not big truth. When we see things in a unitive way, in conscious union with the eyes of God, what we see is qualitatively different. This is a very different kind of seeing. Seeing from a branch that has remained lovingly and consciously connected to its source, God. A branch cannot bear fruit on its own unless it remains on the vine. We're seeing from a pair of glasses beyond our own, and that's what's called participative seeing. As Paul says, I live no longer, not I, but it is Christ now living in me. And you can say, I am that which I am seeking. True Christianity is growth in the life of the Spirit, a deepening of the new life, a conscious rebirth, and not only grows in love, but in some sense becomes love. The perfect, the perfect illumination is then the illumination of love shining by itself, our title tonight. And when you live in this state of love, at that level of communion, where you let the life get in and let the life flow out of you to others, that is what it means to be totally in Christ. And we can sing I am the light of love.
For most of us, our own deepest identity is still well hidden from us. Religion's primary and irreplaceable job is to bring this foundational truth of our shared identity in God to full and grateful consciousness. This is the only true meaning of holiness. Many today have settled for religion as attendance or belonging instead of religion as inherently participating in love. As easy to say as it is to do. (laughs) Consciously, trustfully, and lovingly remaining on the vine, which is to be connected to our source, is precisely our access point to deeper spiritual wisdom. We know by participation participation with and in God, which creates our very real co-identity with Christ. We are also both human and divine, just as he came to reveal and model. The very foundational meaning of transformation, or conversion if you like that word, is to surrender to this new identity and to consciously draw upon it. We share the same identity that Jesus enjoyed as both human and divine, which is what it means to follow him. This realization that someone is living in us and through us is exactly how we plug in to a much larger mind and heart beyond our own. Although we have to keep relearning this truth over and over again, which is the point of daily prayer. 
You see, our little self must die for another bigger self to be born. As Matthew 16, 25, Mark 8, 35, Luke 9, 24, and John 12, 24, all say that you lose your life to save your life. Take your ego self, both its hurts and its importance, less seriously day by day. Growth in salvation is growth in liberation from that separate self and falling into our first nature, which is union with God. Loving union with God is realized by surrendering to it and not by any achieving of it. That is the essential character of divine mercy. And once we are aware that we participate in this union, we look out at reality from a much fuller reality that now has our eyes beyond and larger than our own. That is what it means to live in Christ. Paul's favorite phrase, in Christo. That is what it means to pray through Christ. A, a distinction from praying to Christ. And this is when we can say and when we can sing, God and me are one. God and me, me and God are one. And Paul's phrase, in Christo, in Christ, 
describes this larger life in which we are participating. 1 Corinthians 3, 21-23 says, All belongs to you, you belong to Christ, and Christ belongs to God. You see, being in Christ, in Christo, you have, will eventually lead us to join in the universal pattern of death and resurrection that Christ went through. And in contemplation, we're consciously choosing to let go of our identification with our mind and our identification with our life situation or our false self so that we can fall into the one true life, which is bigger than each of us, which is moving into a different body, a different state, a different consciousness that Christians call Christ consciousness. For Paul, it is his participation in Christ which gives him the courage to walk through each state, passion, death, and resurrection. You see, most people were told to love Jesus without being invited to love Christ. The Christ is the big picture of God's enfleshment in all of creation since the beginning of time. Just look at Colossians 1, 15 through 20. The Spirit itself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. Romans 8, 16 and 17. And in 1 Corinthians 12, it says the particular way the Spirit is given to each person is for the common good. So as an individual, you don't have the full responsibility of putting it all together. All you have to do is discover your one gift and use it for the good of all. 1 Corinthians 12, as a body is one, though it has many parts, and all the parts of the body, though many, are one body, so also Christ. We, in our corporate wholeness, are the glory of God, not individually. We, in our corporate wholeness, are the goodness of God. We, in our corporate wholeness, are the presence of God. As an individual, I participate in that wholeness, and that is holiness. So may you be encouraged to embrace this corporate, communal, participatory image of what's really happening. Because the individual can't carry such glory and greatness alone. This corporate wholeness has many names. The reign of God. The kingdom of God. Beloved community the body of Christ. I and the Father are one, the true self, 
the great mind of Christ, the one spirit, being itself, the bosom of Abraham, the father, the arms of Mary, and love shining by itself. So as we close at the, on the, come to the close of this reflection, let us take this moment to connect with our corporate wholeness, love shining by itself, with your eyes closed and your hands on your heart. Just rest in this corporate wholeness and be still for one minute. Let's continue in that silence for the next few minutes. And you're invited to reflect on your experience. As deep calls unto deep, open yourself to awe, wonder, and grace. Reflect on what you've heard with your heart and see what arises from that depth. Remember, you don't have to figure anything out. The deepest depths of the depth of you and the deepest depths of the depth of God are by God's grace one depth. 
So as you look into that date place, maybe there's one word or maybe one very, very short phrase that is arising in your heart this moment. And as we gather here in community, you're invited, if you feel so called, to share that one word or that very short phrase in the chat section. And we'll hold that with you and love shining by itself. Each week is part of the path of conscious love. <laughs> Keep on rising. Thank you, Benita. Thank you. Keep on rising. Yes. <clears throat> Each week we offer you a spiritual practice to help support you on your spiritual path. And this week, the spiritual practice is called the Yahweh prayer. And you can find the guidelines for this practice on the Contemplative Inner Being website. And I'm going to post that link for you in the chat section in a moment. Uh, but I am going to take a couple of minutes and just review the process with you so you can just have a taste of it. And during the week, you're invited to visit that as often as you want. The Yahweh Prayer. A rabbi taught this prayer to Richard Rohr many years ago, and this is where I learned it from. And Richard writes about it in his the second chapter of his book, The Naked Now. So if you like to run out and buy books, there's one for you. You see, the Jews did not speak God name, God's name, but breathed it with an open mouth and throat. I'll demonstrate that in a minute. By our very breathing, we are speaking the name of God and participating in God's breath. You see, this is our first and our last word as we enter and leave the world. So to do this, you breathe the syllables, Yahweh, with open mouth and lips and relaxed tongue. And you let your inhale and exhale create the syllables. So during a period of meditation, perhaps 20 minutes, you can use this breath as a touchstone. Begin by connecting with your intention, your desire to be present to God, and breathe naturally, slowly, and deeply, inhaling and exhaling. Yahweh. Yahweh. 
Let your focus on the syllables soften and fall away into silence. And then as you rest in silence, if a thought, emotion, or sensation arises, observe it, but don't latch on to it. And simply return to breathing. You might be distracted numerous times and perhaps your entire practice will be full of sensations and clamoring for attention. But contemplation is truly an exercise in humility, letting go. So each interruption is yet another opportunity to return to presence, to conscious participation in God's life. And even though we've had a few technical difficulties tonight, or I have, <laughs> we'll conclude our session today as we always do with a blessing and a, and a closing song. And of course, my gratitude uh, for each of you being here, whether you come to the live session or the recorded session. May you see with the eyes of your heart. May you love one another with compassion. May all beings come to know the divine presence within. And may your days and week to come be traveled on the path of conscious love. Peace to all, light to all, love to all. Sat Nam, Amen. Today's music was by Jay Jagdish and Surgeon Carr, and our closing song, as always, is by Paul Isaac. How many lifetimes have I spent searching For something that can't be explained For something that can't be tamed Searching for someone to show me the way Tell me that it's okay To work through my suffering So I look within, I find myself anew And let this light shine through In everything that I do If darkness should fall, I'll call upon this light Remember that my heart was touched When I felt the Shakti rise and I'm looking to the eyes of, the eyes of love. Looking to the eyes of, the eyes of love. Looking to the eyes of, the eyes of love. Looking to the eyes of, the eyes of love. 
My heart is open and there is more to come. More less to dismay. More work to be done. The masks I wear are slowly peeling off. Cause there's no need to hide from this truth inside. A seed's been planted and this tree will grow. And the fruits that I sow will surely feed the soul. So my friend, I am done waiting. Yes, I'm here now, and I surrender as I look into the eyes of the eyes of love. Look into the eyes of the eyes of love. I look into the eyes of the eyes of love. Look into the eyes of the eyes of love. I'm looking through the eyes of the eyes of love. And now I'm looking through the eyes of the eyes of love. I'm looking through. I'm looking through. Coalesce is created, quilted, and shared in a gentle embrace. Our thanks to Reverend Robert Farrell for giving his voice to the path of conscious love. You are me and I am you. Isn't it obvious that we enter our? We pray coalesce enriches and deepens your experience on the path of conscious love. Blessings to all.